Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Oh yeah, you started working that late schedule, right? Yeah, I, I got up at work at two. Jeez. That's like graveyardish. That's a hard life. And then I gotta do that again tonight. <laughs> it's but I have Monday off, so that's that's good. Yeah. And I work the daytime and I work uh day shift the rest of the week too. So it's not too bad. So I'm just pulling up this match card real quick. Yo, I'm mad, bro. Why they, why they, why they do to her business like that? Oh my god! Yo, let's talk about so... it. Let's yeah, let's start right here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subject to Change, episode five for you this week. Happy Easter to you guys. We're recording this on a lovely and beautiful Sunday. Pop, pop. Also, yes, also, let's be blessed. The new intro, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that, man. That intro, <laughs> some light, real quick. You know, impeccably produced by the McMahon's. Yes, sir. Here. You know, you already know I had to get it popping off, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just excited. We got all the pieces together now to the puzzle. Um, by the time you're hearing this, all the episodes should be posted to um, all streaming platforms. I'm just waiting for the approval. So, yeah, man, we feel we finally in the swing of this. I'm excited, and it's the perfect timing. You know, WrestleMania is right this weekend, next weekend coming up. So, this is it, man. We're in our WrestleMania season. We are. Podcast. We are. Yeah. It's yeah. great. I'm glad, I'm glad we started when we did, you know? We might be booked better, though, than, than this WrestleMania season. Honestly, yeah, we might be. I mean, we're going to get into it mostly next week. I feel like this week we might <laughs> – we'll probably cover mostly Stand and Deliver since that happens on Wednesday. I didn't even know. I thought it was going to be on – I guess I wasn't really thinking because I forgot it's, it's like a two-night mania, so they weren't having it on Saturdays like usual. It's going to be on Wednesday and Thursday. Schedule is like different. It's because, like, I'm used to having like the Hall of Fame and like it was like Friday and then and then it's on Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah. And apparently, the speeches at like the Hall of Fame had to be kept to like five minutes or under. So, like, that sucks. sucks. Like, you get honored for your career and only get like five minutes to thank everybody. And like, (laughs) they have to induct it was because they have to induct two classes this year. That's that's never happened either. So, it's just like double, double everything. It's like two night. NXT, two night mania, two classes in the Hall of Fame. But also, too, is it in front of the Thunderdome, too? Is there like even, are they gonna have like the wrestlers like in the crowd? Like, usually like the old wrestlers? Before? Nah, yeah, you don't. Roster? Nah, all those people are high risk. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have all those people in one group. That'd be a shit show. Oh, man. That's, I feel like that's gonna suck for that. Well, I guess, I guess it's getting the honor is. It's good enough, but like doing it in front of like like monitors basically, and then your speech has to be short. I don't know how yeah. much it's gonna feel like uh, a Hall of Fame. <laughs> Who do you think is gonna have like the longest speech this year? Like somebody who's gonna like try to go over. You know how like they, oh, <laughs> they yeah. be like up there talking and they go out there like pull their ass off the stage. I remember Hillbilly Jim went for like an hour, <laughs> and everybody was like, "What? Why is Hillbilly Jim talking for an hour?" <laughs> <laughs> He's. I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get my time right now. Honestly, is, is, oh, 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 yeah. Is Hogan inducting anybody? NWO. Oh, he's getting inducted this year. Was that last year? That was supposed to be last year's, right? Yeah. So I think it is. Oh, God. They they want to keep Hogan away from a lot of microphones. So is that why they're having Hogan host Mania? Because we didn't even consider that when we were talking about just like the horrendous decision for them to even do that. But I mean, I guess. He's kind of relevant, but not really. I mean, I'd rather have Kevin Nash. You're going to get somebody from the NWO? Yeah, facts. <laughs> no, you're going to pull that Hogan plug whenever they can. Oh, man. Hey, man, speaking of pulling the plug, like we mentioned briefly, it's been two back-to-back weeks we've had to come on here and talk about two heartbreaking things. First, it was Andrade being released, and now the Hurt Business is gone? 
Are you fucking kidding me? The group that's been carrying Raw for the past, I don't know how many months, basically pretty much, yeah, this whole year during this entire quarantine, we could think back to the time when fucking they had Raw Underground and that was some shit, but when they brought the Hurt Business in and made it lit. When they confronted Retribution and and the biggest baby face on the roster. Oh man, I mean, it's it's plenty of moments we can talk about just in this short time span, but it's it's so unfortunate to see this happen once again where they have something going that's hot, especially with tag teams. And then as soon as it gets to a point where it's like, oh, this might get too hot, they pull the plug. Mm-hmm. Now, my theory is, I don't know if like this is really related, but I think that they pulled the plug on this because they saw Bobby and the group was getting too hot and it might have been taking a little bit of the shine away from Roman. What y'all think about that? I think it's I think you're on the right track, but I think it's Drew. That's yeah. Him. Yeah. That's, I don't that's think it's Roman. Shine for. They want they want Drew to be at that big babyface pop at Mania and be like their top top babyface on Raw, but like I think they saw like Bobby Lashley was getting more over, purpose is getting more over. And you think the logical thing would be like just to switch them. Like double yeah. double turn. Like Drew, like like how Drew's gone through everybody, every heel on the roster basically as WWE champion. Like what more is what more story is there to tell with Drew is this? And even if you don't like want to flip Drew, like just have Bobby Lashley win this feud and then like have them like move on. Like I don't understand why they can't like adjust to the like, changing tides. Like why they have to always like stick to like their plan the entire time. Well, I guess you could argue it's harder now because they definitely don't have that crowd to like go off of and judge like the public consensus of what's over and what's not. They kind of just going off of their own like they own what of like what they think is right the right thing to do. But I think I don't think it's too late to see that turn though. Yeah, what Vince thinks. Yeah. But I mean, I still think that when it comes time for Mania, we will be surprised to see like the reaction between Bobby and Drew. I feel like Bobby's gonna get a bigger pop. If Drew doesn't get booed, I definitely think Bobby will be have a lot of reaction. And I think I think think the turn made people like more angrier because like why did y'all break them up? So they're probably going to cheer him even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it even makes sense how they broke him up. Like, it, like, why would, like, they, they, like, all of a sudden he just goes one week to being like angry at the end of, like, oh no, her base is done completely. Like, like, we've been together this like tight unit for an entire year. You screw up once and it's over. Like, it, it made no sense. Yeah. And I mean, once we saw that they weren't even getting a rematch for the titles, it was like, yeah, that's dead. Like, it's not like now they just in the battle royal on fucking Friday. Yeah, they don't even that, work on Friday. They don't even work on Fridays. Now they in the battle royal on SmackDown. Like damn. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for the for the people that have to be like they're trying to be like, oh, it's it's WrestleMania SmackDown. <laughs> you're in the you're in the Thunderdome that they've been wrestling in for like the past like six months. The same Thunderdome, not in front of the stadium from actual people. Like that's they're supposed to feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> but if I but, feel some honor in being a part of Foxlemania. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I feel bad, especially for Shelton and Cedric, because you know they have no plans for them coming yeah. out of this. Yeah. It's dead for them. They're going back to main event. They're, they're putting them back to main event. Like it doesn't matter like how well that they've done in like this role for the past year. Like nothing, none of that matters because like they're not like the flavor of the month anymore. According yeah. to Vince McMahon. So no, it's like I, you know, it's like you know this. That's what's going to happen because they do it so often, especially mm-hmm. to like black wrestlers. I feel like. It's like they reach a ceiling and then it's like that's my thing too. I feel All like right. they never have they never have more than one black wrestler in the main event at, at any time. Like think about that. Like every time there's been like a black wrestler that's main evented, are there any other black wrestlers that are like in the main event too? I don't think you can like Booker T is King Booker run. Mm-hmm. He was like the only black wrestler. Uh Bobby Lashley now he's the only black wrestler that's in the main event. Kofi. Like, yeah, Kofi, the only one. Like they like, I feel like the only, I feel like they only push one black wrestler in like a main event role at one time. Like that's why this like Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair feud is like so important. Yeah, it's historic. Yeah, because you have two black wrestlers in the main event at the same time, and that like that never happens. Yeah, that doesn't happen. What a lot of people compare like the Hurt Business early on to like the Four Horsemen, and then what sometimes happens is like a group will lose its members and it may be introduce some new ones so do y'all think the hurt business is officially done or could we possibly see some new inductions because i have a few theories on who i would like to see in that group i think i think they they eventually get to new inductions because like 
Because I think like they had something good with her business. Yeah. And it sucks that they took out Shelton and Cedric because they worked so well in that. But I think you definitely need to to keep it going, like in some no. fashion. Now, what I think this is where I think this is going, what I would like to see is second generation her business. We got Bobby, we got MVP. And who else am I about to say? We Keith got Lee. Keith Lee and my yeah. boy Ricochet. Oh, I think you say Mia, Mia Yim. Oh, that would be fine. Oh, too. that'd be, see, that, see, no, get, that'd be fine the, too. Get the, I would get like the, to see them add like a female member too. Yeah, yeah, I would like to see that. So I mean they can have a five-man hurt business. Why not? Or five uh five person hurt business. Or even Naomi too. I would like, yeah, Naomi train on Lana. Then, then that too, would really that would really follow through because Bobby left Lana and then look at that. But my yeah, but my thing. <laughs> But my thing too, I, I, I kind of want Naomi in like the bloodline with with like Roman Reigns and the Usos. I feel like I feel like she could like work with that because she's like a part of the family now. She's married to Jimmy Uso. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that but she work. is on Raw. She's yeah. on Raw. And I, I don't know. If she was side. She was side with Jimmy, not Jay though. So she would but probably. I, I feel like Jimmy's gonna join. You think the, so? Yeah, I feel like Roman has like some like Stockholm syndrome kind of over his family. <laughs> over is his family. is Jimmy still hurt? I think he's. I think he's probably. He should be clear. For, he's like, probably clear, but they just don't have much to do with him. Yeah, yeah. So he should be good to go. Like after WrestleMania, I think Roman may lose at Mania, and then they'll probably bring back uh, what what's the other one? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, to help and, get the title back. Yeah. Because then it's going to be like, it's three of them now. Like, who the fuck going to beat three guys, especially one of them is Roman Reigns? My my dream scenario for all this is that eventually the bloodline, the entire bloodline and the New Day feud with each other. Like, that's like the big... That's the like Dope Survivor big Series, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was thinking like a war games between them, basically. Like, I feel like that'd be dope. But I don't know. I don't think they've ever done a war games on the main roster. I feel like, I feel like that's safe for... NXT. They haven't. Yeah, I feel like the main roster would make it like way more complicated than it needed. To <laughs> yeah, be. the simple, the simple work. Well, it would it would already be complicated to book that, considering like the separate brands and everything. But I mean, moving into that, if we do see Big E challenge Roman, which I think we'll see in the next year, at least like before Survivor Series. I mean, who knows what's possible? I mean, they, they you saw fucking Baron Corbin show up on Raw this week for no. A yeah, no, reason at yeah, all, so I don't know. Really want, like they, they, we, they play fast and loose with the rules all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that too. Well, we we got to get the the street profits in there because the other guys, you know. So you want to see the street profits and want the hurt business? Oh no, the street profits versus uh the bloodline. Oh, 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 oh yeah, like, okay. yeah, 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 like oh, yeah, that's that circuit like tag team for the new day, like because Biggie could be like getting like jumped like every week like by them like that could be like the numbers advantage and then like the street profits. Like step up because because they already established like a relationship too between Biggie and the Street Profits, like over the, like the past like few months on SmackDown. So it wouldn't be like out of nowhere. Yeah, that's it. But we're well, talking about the hurt business. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the hurt business. <laughs> Back um, to that. I was gonna say, Dylan, did you would you like fantasy book any other members besides the one we mentioned, or is that pretty much along the lines of what you think would be good? Uh. Yeah, I mean, like the the rest of you guys already mentioned it was what I had in mind, but okay. I guess it'd be cool for them to like bring in someone who's not there anymore, or bring up someone from NXT. I don't really have yeah. like somebody in mind. Only thing I person I can think of is uh Isaiah Scott. Sort yeah, of Scott. I was thinking that too. Oh, yeah. I feel like he'd be good in that in the group. Mm-hmm. He's not really doing anything on NXT right yeah. now. Yeah, he's really not. Which we will get into in a little bit shortly, but um. I think- uh, also, I feel like they had like an opportunity to have Ricochet like join the Hurt Business. Like, yeah, I think they. Role, I feel like they had a perfect a- opportunity with like when he when he stepped up against like Drew McIntyre. If mm-hmm. he was, if he like did some like heelish tactics to like try to injure Drew, and then like MVP like at the end just like let me introduce you to the newest member of the Hurt Business, like Ricochet. Like that could have been perfect. Yeah, I still think like I really legitimately think we're building up to that because they've been teasing that for so long. If you watch the rise of the Hurt Business. It's almost coincided with the fall of Ricochet. Like they, they've been like polar opposites. He's been trying to stay away from them as like as much as possible. He's been failing at every turn. And then finally we see like a little bit of a hint of him like saying, okay, maybe I will like 
join somewhat of a force behind you if it means that I'm still fighting for my pride or you know what I mean? Like he didn't say, he didn't say like, oh, I need you MVP, but he was just like, I, don't, I really don't even need the title shot. Like I'm just doing it because I'm a competitor, you know? Yeah, and you didn't and I, trust Bobby that he's, he's even going to give him like the title shot. He's like, mm-hmm. he's not going to give me a title shot, but like, he's lying, obviously. But Yeah, honestly, I think this is, this is the build up to Ricochet. I'm I'm stamping it right now. I mean, last week, last week I, we called it. We said Ricochet would be the first, like the perfect person to put up against Drew, and he had a reason to challenge him. He they could still go back on that and say, "Hey, I'm the reason why you got this spot." Remember, I helped you eliminate Brock at Mania. But other than that, he just he was in the locker room. He was just watching Drew fucking take everybody out. He was spitting in niggas' faces. Fucking, he said, "Bro, you shitty. What the fuck is you doing back here?" You supposed to be a monster. You supposed to be five time champ, nigga. You ass. Braun said, "Uh, Shane keeps dumping slime on my head. I gotta go fuck him up this son." Oh man, they're making, they're making Braun look stupid. Like, like, like the storyline. I think he makes himself look. Yeah, you make him look very stupid. Like he looks stupid. Like, Shane yeah, right. That's <laughs> like the whole storyline. It's like <laughs> Braun's dumb as shit. Hey, my name is Braun. <laughs> got rocks in his head. <laughs> You really want me to believe that Braun Strowman really cares so much about Shane McMahon that he's willing to pass up on fighting Drew to potentially oh, yeah. he the also was like, like come on. Also, like the, the stipulation, he came off stupid too. He's like, he's like, nobody will be able to get in and interfere in the match. It's a steel cage match, even though oh, no, so you won't be able to run or escape, even though the top of the cage is open. <laughs> people interfere in steel cage matches like every like every other time there is one. <laughs> they should have went with hell in a cell for yeah, all that. that have Shane jump off that shit. They're probably like, oh, we already did that with Shane, so we can't do it again. Yeah, honestly. Well, you should have said like false count anywhere or something where you could like chase him or something like that. Like a steel cage. Braun don't want to run. The big ass don't want to run around. Yo, why yo? What first of all, why do you add that that nut ass truck noise? Oh no, not a truck, train noises when he was running around. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Nah. All right, hold up. I got a hot take on that because. I feel like if the crowd was there, it'd be fire. No, no way. Don't think no. so. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so weird. Like That's it's just boring. so random. It's like uh, you mean you mean hey. to tell me you can't see the crowd being like choo choo? Ah. Like this shit sounds so nutty. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, they just be confused. Like <laughs> why stop? Yo, <laughs> if you was in the crowd, you just hear that shit. You start looking around like what the fuck? <laughs> like where that shit? Go? Yeah, I'm like what the fuck? Yeah. You remember when you remember when The Rock in like the NWO like met for the first time and then he like sees Kevin Nash and the rock's like, oh big daddy cool diesel. <laughs> so I should edit that that sound of the rock doing that over Braun like running around the ring. Yeah. Oh man. But, but that, that feud, that's gotta be the worst feud of the year. Uh like, Shane and Braun? Yeah. Like just the promos and the segments are just like, it feels like she means having like some kind of like medical episode every time he gets on the mic. He's <laughs> it's, it's like so uncomfortable. It's, I feel like it, it feels worse because it's like, I feel like this storyline doesn't need to happen and they're kind of just like. It's just get Shane to jump off some crazy shit. He's going to jump off like the, the cage or something. Like, we know, like, Shane's just going to jump off of some high place. Or he's gonna they're gonna do like the Kevin Owens Braun Strowman steel cage match finish, where he like threw him off the top of the cage at the announce table. Yeah, like I look, that, but then that would make Braun look stupid too. Oh yeah, because he, he would wins. win, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I truly feel like shaming man is just like when he gets into like the writers' room and like they're playing and stuff for Mania, he's just like, I got a Mania match, right? Like like you're booking me right and it, like he just forces himself into these situations like i i don't think the people backstage genuinely want him to be on the show but i think he honestly like vouches for himself so much like that's just my theory but let's go down his list of mania opponents since he's returned undertaker at 32, at 32 undertaker hell in the cell which is kind of random aj it's pretty random yeah, aj styles of all people that's actually a good match though uh oh the daniel bryan's return match the tag team gets kevin owens and Sami Zayn. 34, yeah. 35 versus the Miz, and where you like beat the shit out of Miz's dad. <laughs> and then 36. I don't think he, he didn't have a match for 36. I don't think. Did he? Yeah, I don't think he did. And then this year, Braun Strowman. So when we look at that list, I mean, honestly, it kind of looks like he has a good record of Top getting in the ring with, yeah, getting in the ring with people who honestly get pushed afterwards. Like, 
Because, I mean, look at that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like, little tag team they had going on. Now you look at them two, they're, like, two of the top, probably, like, the top five or, like, at least uh, not but, the top. But what yeah. do they do? I feel, like, I feel like they're in a holding pattern after that, though, for, like, years. Yeah, I mean, for a few years. yeah, for a little Sami bit. Zane. But now Sammy definitely found his groove. This is, like, probably the best, like, version of his character we've oh, seen. Yeah. He's Kevin like Owens, Joker, yeah. Kevin Owens is, like, the top baby face of SmackDown. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is look he? at that. I would think so. Who else? Who else would you put Daniel up there? Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Biggie's Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I would say Biggie's up there too. But I mean, like, as far as like main eventers, I mean, Kevin Owens was in the main event spot with Roman for like I feel like they put him too back. long. Too I feel like long. He's back in the mid card now. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And I don't know if you can go back to uh, him in the main event as like as long as like Roman's champion. Yeah, he like, I don't know if you can go back to it. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you like he, he feuded too much for that. Since we're on that subject, we, they need to do a better job at like transitioning people from mid card to main event because it's like mm-hmm. it's a few people that they have like in that like blurred position where I feel like it could be like improved more. Like definitely like Cesaro, Shinsuke, even Sammy, yeah, KO. It's like it's a few people where like where I feel like they they reach that mid card point, but then it's like they need to figure out a way to like boost them up to that main event level because they they keep circulating around these same dudes. Like it's far like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Seth Rollins is like made too, so he like he, it doesn't matter like his position like Seth oh, yeah. Rollins, like Seth, is, Seth, Seth is the main eventer. anywhere. Yeah. Seth is the main eventer at any time. He's established as a main eventer. That's so, what like, I'm anytime saying. you want to heat him up, like it's fine. But, but like, as far as SmackDown, it's like they have Seth, they got Daniel, Roman, and then Kevin Owens sometimes, and then it's like who else? You know, like who who else can fit into that spot? I feel like Rey Mysterio could like do like a spot like main event run. But I would like, like I to see it before he retires. I, like I feel like they don't view him as like more than like a mid card, but, but he can still go. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like Rey Mysterio can still go with like anybody right now. Like I, I would like to see him like have like a match with Roman or something. Like I feel like yeah, that'd, that'd be good. Yeah, uh, he's probably gonna win the tag titles with his son, but that's gonna be uh next week's preview. Um, did y'all want to talk a little bit about? Jericho announcing he's going to be on the Broken Skulls session with Steve Austin. That that was that was very surprising. I don't like Chris Jericho, but I was like, damn. That's yeah, wild. same. same. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I've been like a lot more excited for this uh, if I didn't know as much about Jericho's uh, personal dealings as I do now. But yeah, yeah that yeah. that ruined that ruined it a lot for that me ruined, too. Ruined like, our, Jericho's always one of my favorites. Because yeah. now I'm thinking like, is this because you know his AEW deal is up pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking like, does this mean he's possibly returning or himself? he wants to retire? I would I could see him wanting to retire under the WWE banner, but I now I'm know, like, though. he has so much control and like power at AEW, and they're paying him a lot of money too. Yeah, but so. is control and power really necessarily all that you want? Because it's not even really he's not really getting like resulting into anything like he's he's in the uh inner circle and it's like did he really make these guys did he really like do what he came in here to do like did he really establish them as like this group well, I mean, whereas like once they're... he leaves they'll actually be like impactful and i think i think with like proud and powerful and probably guevara like they're probably positioned them as like top stars but uh i i don't i think like he should i think he's at the point where he like here you have the, the world championship run, so I don't think he's gonna get that again. But mm-hmm. I think he's fine with that because, like, if he's WWE, what's he gonna do? In WWE, that's like, what I was. That's what I was about to even, say. I'm like, like, I don't he's even. Not in, he's not in good shape. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're not gonna put. He's not like like a Goldberg. He's like still in like great shape. He looks like he's still in great shape. Like they can't put a world title on Jericho if he comes back. That he's just gonna be like in the mid card. So I think. He probably he's best off like doing storylines in like AEW, where he's like more power and control over yeah. what he wants to do creatively than going to WWE. I can't even like fantasy book him in any match on WWE right now. Like, it's nobody I want to really see him lock it up with. Like, from what from his last run in WWE, we already saw like pretty much everything we wanted to see. Like, him versus Kevin Owens, him versus AJ. Like, yeah, like, I, what I else we got? I like, I don't, I don't like even AEW. Like, Edge. He's just like, but like, I don't want to see that though. I want to see Edge against like new guys. Yeah, I feel like Edge could go better than Jericho in the ring at this point. Facts, honestly. But yeah. I like even Christian. Like Christian, we saw him on AEW this week. Like he can still go in the ring. He looked good. Actually, yeah, he, he looked, looked good. He looked good. Like seven years off, and he still looked that good. 
in the ring. Like, that was crazy. But, like, Jericho, like, he, I feel like he just lost, like, too many steps in the ring for me to, like, be excited about him, like, wrestling like anybody at this point, <laughs> honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, even, like, who else? Who in AW could he face? Like, Omega again? Like, I, I don't think that's going to be, like, a good match at this point, like, a singles match between them. Nope. I mean, honestly, he might just stay at AEW and be just like a backstage producer. They love putting him on con- commentary, so shit. Yeah. Put him on one of, they, one of the three damn shows that they have. That's one of, I think that's what he's going to eventually transition to is doing commentary. On a Dark, Dark, uh, I think, I think on Dynamite, maybe. Dark Evolution. Like, I think JR might, like, retire in a few years or so, and then, like, Jericho may, like, replace him on that. Mm. Man. They they're missing on like the best opportunity for commentary. Like they their best three man booth to me is Tony Schiavone, Taz, and Excalibur. I think that's like the best oh, combination. Oh yeah, I think it is. Like Taz and Taz and Excalibur have like great chemistry. Like yeah, every time like like it, they're basically just like cracking jokes like with each other. Like every time they're they're on commentary. Mm-hmm. But back to the uh the Broken Skull session. Like what what do y'all think they'll dive? Do y'all think they'll dive into anything AEW related, or do you think this is more of like a recollection of jericho's career because he he did just hit that 30 year asterisk like um mark of his career something like that he took a few years mm-hmm. off obviously but like that happened recently right yeah i think that happened so i think i think that's probably most of the reason why we're getting I, this i don't think so. i think i think we'll touch on AEW. It, it's stone cold like stone cold like gonna be the who asked what he wants too. to do who asked what he yeah, wants to ask yeah. like <laughs> he's definitely gonna ask him about AEW. he's gonna be like he's gonna definitely like talk about like he's like tell me about tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they'll say like you can't mention the actual brand itself but you can definitely allude to it. you can say names whatever i think they're just say it and then like i think they're just like like they're not gonna like bleep out like the entire interview mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like they're both be like strategic about like say like, they'll <laughs> say it and the internet wrestling fans will be like oh he said it he said it. <laughs> like he like i don't i don't i think it's just gonna be like a, a a regular interview he's gonna i think he's gonna like talk about like aw they're probably not gonna have like footage or anything but he's definitely gonna bring it up like if anything they'll talk about his time in new japan too like because that was yeah. really broke uh broke the camel's back for his little like post like post WWE career run mm-hmm. and i don't think Vince McMahon like really gives a shit honestly he doesn't. about about, about the really podcast <laughs> about like him like him talking about like aw on a podcast like I feel like it'd be, it'd be one thing if it was, like, on Raw. They're talking about AEW or SmackDown. But, like, mm-hmm. on, like, the, well, I guess it's the Peacock Network now. Uh, they, they would – I feel like I feel like he doesn't care that much. Because, like, if you're if you're watching that, you're probably, like, a hardcore fan. Like, yeah. if you already know, like, the existence of AEW, you're not probably, like, a casual fan watching, like, a two-hour, like, Chris Jericho and Stone Cold interview. So, I don't think he probably has a, an issue with that. I honestly doubt Vince McMahon has ever laid eyes on AEW product. Like, I, I feel like he has, but like, he's gonna I, turn I this shit off. You probably, he like, probably, like probably not as much as people think. He probably like sees like clips and stuff. Like, he probably gets like clips from like his assistants or like writers or something. Like, like me, like because I, I don't know if he does like he probably doesn't do like scouting anymore. He probably, he's probably like, oh, we should sign that guy. Like, he's got like people for that so i don't know how much he like watches outside of that yeah you know, i think he's definitely he, he barely watches nxt like when yeah. someone said that i didn't believe it but then when 100%. i start to look at like that's what i'm yeah, saying like if he doesn't it. if he doesn't watch his own product like what makes you think he's watching this outside company like does he even consider them a really a competitor to his like brand i don't i really don't think he does it's like i feel like they were competing with nxt and not really yeah like, it's more so monster. you're competing with my c show yeah, I think Triple H is definitely someone that probably kept the most tabs on like AEW. Like he's probably he's probably the one that like because it, it felt like they were like counter programming them for like at the beginning before like NXT just got into their, their own thing mm-hmm. when they first like went up against each other. But uh, yeah, I think I think that is also I think it's for the best too that they're they're moving nights as well. Oh, I can't wait for that! I'm so excited for that. It's gonna work so much better because I'm tired of flipping back and forth. I often miss like certain segments. I definitely think it's gonna be a little better. And then hopefully, hopefully, this is the number one thing I'm hoping to get out of this. We can finally see Dylan starting to tune in <laughs> to some AEW dynamite. That, that nightmare family might turn off. 
<laughs> a lot of things might turn Dylan off of that show, but hey. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Cody Rhodes, man. I, I, he needs to turn heel already. Like, I'm sick of his shit. Like, I, like I'm sick of, I'm, like, McCutty like, Marshall was like, is beating up Cody Rhodes. I was like, yeah, he deserves it. Like, when he's, when he, <laughs> when he kicked his ass, like, yeah. Cody Rhodes, like, acts like, like a, like an asshole, like, every week. Like, his entrance and stuff. Yeah, like, talking to QE Marshall last week, like I was like, yeah, you probably, probably deserved it. I feel like what? that's like, like the case in like most of his feud. I'm like, oh, yeah, he deserved the heel to kick his ass. Exactly. What I'm mostly tired of is just them trying to make us feel sympathetic for him, and it's like I have nothing to relate to to this man. Like he constantly yeah. puts himself in the spotlight. He all like he presents himself as if he's a god. He's a rich Republican with a neck tattoo. Like why? why, why, why tattoo throws me off so much. <laughs> like why? Why? What? Like what? Like, yeah. Once he got that tat, I was like, "There's no going back, bro." That's this. You lost hope for me becoming a fan. Like in that stupid. Like I keep going back to that stupid stipulation where he like said that he would never challenge for AEW world title <laughs> again. Within like in the first year of the company, he did this too. You had the stipulation like. Why would you make that? Why would you handcuff yourself in that way? That could like, be what makes him turn, possibly. Like him, yeah. him kind of like going back on his word and saying, like, no, nah, screw this. I'm I'm going for that title. I mean, honestly, if we keep going down this road, maybe he'll challenge uh Kenny for it at, at some point, but we'll see. I, I think to be Adam Page that takes it off. Yeah, I do, I do too. I think but that needs to be the end game. We'll see, we'll see. So, I told um, Bushi lost the title. That sucks. Kota Bushi, wait. Yeah, he lost. He lost. Yeah, he lost to Will Osprey. Man, they they love Will Osprey in Japan. Like, yeah, they, why? They love him. <laughs> I don't know. Like Kota Bushi, he's like he's he should have longer run than that. Yeah, and that that new since we talking about in uh in JPW that new title is horrendous. So I mean, he can have it. Yeah, it's not the best title. Yeah, it's just oh god, it, it looks like Cody's neck tattoo. That's that's what people it are does. saying. It does. <laughs> so, oh god. Hey, I mean that's that's horrible. But I mean, we got a pretty good NXT stand and deliver car coming up. I guess we can start previewing that since it's uh it's a two night show, just like Mania. And um, I mean I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I'm I'm always excited for an NXT car, even though I haven't really been that in tune with like what's been going on with the storylines like i said i kind of been flipping back and forth AEW nxt and um i feel like on wednesdays i'm mostly for the most part i'm on AEW, but like i'll flip back and see like what's going on but um i mean let's just get started with night one like the first match we have this uh gauntlet match for the north american title shot on night two we'll see leon ruff face off against isaiah swerve scott bronson reed cameron grimes and dexter loomis and then the final competitor to enter will be L.A. Knight, who won that uh twelve man eliminator match. I thought that happened. was like a clever finish. Did you see? Did you see the yeah, yeah. That, where yeah. he like got thrown through the middle rope and then he just like pulled him down from the outside. I don't think I've seen that in like a battle royal before. Yeah. So with that being said, I think my, I'm gonna go with my prediction on this match. Um, doubling down on what I said last week, I think L.A. Knight and Dexter will probably be the last two, and Dexter will come out with the win yeah. to challenge Johnny Gargano. I think so too. Yeah. I feel like they should have just did a number one contenders match. Like, I feel like it's already pretty obvious who's gonna win, unless they do like a swerve or something. But I feel like they, cause they already been like feuding for a while now, so they could have just did like a number one contenders match. I feel like this is all colluded. They're probably just trying to get other people on the card, to be honest. So no complaint. But yeah. So we all going with Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That seems like the obvious feud. All right, dope. So next up on the card, we got the NXT Tag Team Championship match. The tag team titles are currently vacant, and we will see MSK face off against the grizzled, the grizzled young veterans and <laughs> Legato del Fantasma. Um, who do y'all see coming away with the win? I'm going MSK. MSK. They had a, they had a gr- MSK and the grizzled young vets they had a great match at the uh, last takeover in the in the Dusty Classic Final. So. I think I think this would be another great match, uh, but I think I think MSK is gonna get like he's getting the big push right now in the tag division, so I'm going with them. Dylan, who you got? 
I'll go with uh, I'll go with El, how you say it, El Legado del Fantasma. Legado del Fantasma. Yeah, they, they got to get all, all the belts. Yeah, you know? all the belts can get. Mm-hmm. Well, El technically, Legado. it's not all the belts, but they still got to all be tripped and gold. Well, you know? get the get the. I, I'm sure we we'll get to it later, but like the the cruiserweight championship. Yeah, I don't want Jordan Devlin to win. Yeah, Off ahead, Finn We're gonna get to pass. that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to split the tie between all three of us. I actually think the grizzled young veterans are going to pull this out. Well, so we got, we got, yeah. I for everybody, everybody. It's a different team in this. Mm, I, I mean, actually kind of hope they continue the feud, like, with the three teams. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. logic behind it is that, like, MSK got the win over them for, like, the Dusty Cup. They're kind of already on a push a little bit. And we saw they had the tag titles on heel champions. And, I mean, I feel like since they vacated them, they kind of want to put them back on heels just to not like mess up like the flow of like who they were booking. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it just yeah, like makes more sense. Build. Yeah, yeah, like it makes more sense to put it on another heel tag team. Uh take it off two white heels, put it on two more white heels. And then um yeah. I think <laughs> you know, uh, Grizzle Young Vets are like a great tag team from NXT. They got the uh they got the history over there from UK. And I think they need like this little bit of a bump to legitimize like their like main nxt like run so and i think they can they can run with msk for like a few more months so i think that's that's probably where we're going oh i would love yeah. if, if they all three of them continue feud i'd love for it to like end in like a ladder match like a tag Ooh. team ladder match for the titles that'd be beautiful so um speaking of nxt uk we got the united kingdom championship where walter will defend his over 700 days now his over <laughs> 700 day reign, reign against tommaso champa you think he makes it to a thousand days? He might as well. This I mean, yeah, he was yeah, better than Walter in NXT UK. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like hey, I literally you know. only know like Walter. Tyler I don't Bate. even. Tyler yeah, Tyler Bate. Bate. But I don't even think he's in the main event anymore. So it's like it's literally just like Walter facing whoever. We got Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa, who seemingly aged 35 years during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched NXT UK, but I have like a pet peeve with like people that's not from the UK challenger for the title. Like, what what the fuck would Tommaso Ciampa look like carrying the NXT UK title? Like, I just don't make sense. I mean, he goes to the UK. Yeah, and do and does what? Honestly, though, he would <laughs> he would have some pretty good matches with like the fighting style that's down there, like mm-hmm. what they got yeah. going on. I think that would be dope, but uh, regardless of that, I'm going with Walter. Yeah, I'm going with Walter, too. Walter? Yeah, I agree. He's going to smack smack that chest meat right off his fucking body. Smack the hair back off his head. (laughs) So for the main event of night one, we got the NXT Women's Championship match between Raquel Gonzalez, the challenger, and Io Shirai, the champion. Io Shirai has been on a very, very, very long run. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I it's time win, you, you want her to win. I, I think it's time for her to drop that goal. Really? I, I, don't, I mean, I think... I've, I've enjoyed her run at this point, but I think, you know, we, we got a good we got a good taste. I don't think there's much else we could tell with this, you know? Yeah. I think she's been like, she's held the title for so long, but I feel like this is the first few where they're actually like letting her, I don't know, just exactly be. Like the top person, yeah. Yo, she's had a very like comparable run to Oscar too. Like, it's like oftentimes the shows like mirror themselves, which is kind of a problem. Like that's like larger than this, but it's like they really been booking Io Shirai and Oscar like pretty much the same. It's just like that dominant women's champion run. Don't really have like she has challenges, but it's like it has a good. Yeah, it doesn't really have a character or really like important storylines, but they just defend the title and then. When, yeah, like they're used when they like, needed a good match, but like their storylines. It's kind really of the there. same in AW with like Hikaru Shida, where she like defends. Like he's been champion for almost a year in mm-hmm. AW, but she doesn't really have like def- storylines or get promoted. I don't even remember when she last defended it. I think she defended it the last pay per view. I think did she defend against uh Conti? No, she's doing. Oh Conti yeah, it match. was uh Mi- Mizuza- Miyu, uh Oh yeah, the Mizuza- girl who won. The, yeah, she won, she won the the, 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 the tournament. tournament thing. Okay. But, so, yeah, who do y'all got for this match? I might be a problem, honestly, with like how like Japanese women have been presented in like American yeah. wrestling. Like that, like thinking about like Asuka, Shida, and Yushirai, where like they don't get like their characters like fleshed out more. Mm-hmm. Get, was, like, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like they had it 
like when Oscar first like came around, but they probably like jinxed themselves with the undefeated streak, low key. They jinxed themselves by having Charlotte break that undefeated streak. They could have yeah, kept it rolling. That, yeah. Oh, man. I feel like it was such a big deal. Then it all kind of just built it up to Charlotte like beating her, which kind of left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Mm-hmm. It was just like Charlotte Damn. gets everything. She gets like every every accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You can always put it on her. Like yeah, I feel so like they could have made a star out of whoever like beat Oscar, but it was it was Charlotte. Yeah, was give it to fan. somebody who was already made. Like, yeah, it'll make sense. But you know, yeah. So, um, who is your prediction to win this to come out with this title? Hey, what are we talking about? Io Shirai and Raquel. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Io. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Io too. Sounds good. I feel like Raquel may turn on uh, what you gonna call it, Dakota Kai. Yeah, I feel like she's gonna I, I have. Think a she, I feel like she needs like Dakota still at this point, like as like I, like I, as like her uh, like second basically. I think like I think you're not buying her as a like solo act yet. Yeah, I love Dakota Kai. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think like I think eventually down the line they can do that feud, but I think right now, like for the time being, like they should keep them as a team. NXT, yeah. I feel like they don't really they don't do that as much. They're not as as quick to break up like groups and tag teams as they are in the main roster. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah, true. it took them long enough to break up the undisputed era. We saw how long that took. Oh my gosh, way too long. Yeah. <laughs> but we will, of course, dive into that. So we talked a little bit about this earlier. We got the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match. It's gonna be a ladder match between Santos Escobar, Jordan Devlin, two uh I guess you can te- technically consider Jordan Devlin a champion, even though I mean, how come? So, so explain explain to me this: How can Jordan Devlin keep the cruiserweight title when he? I guess he was restricted to travel to the U.S. and Sami Zayn. Remember, he was gone for a little bit. I guess that was by his own choice, so that's why they stripped him from the Intercontinental title. But with Jordan mm-hmm. Devlin, it's like he can keep it technically. I know that shit was weird. Yeah, so I mean, he comes back out of nowhere. He's like, "I'm still champ, big ass bobblehead." Yeah, I got the Funko Pop head. Yeah, honestly, I've never, I've never really cared about Jordan Devlin. Like, I've only oh, seen, no. I've seen like, I saw his match against Finn, and I was like, "Who is this Finn clone? Who the fuck does he think he is?" He's like, it's like I said before, he's like if Finn Balor got put in a in a dryer. Yeah, Finn's not even tall. <laughs> like, I liked him at first, but someone along the way it was kind of just like, yeah. Yeah, I could. He kind of just reminds me of like generic, another just like generic wrestler. It's nothing, it's nothing really for yeah. me to follow with him. Like he needs something like kind of edge to him. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm going, I'm going to go with uh, Santos Escobar retainer. He's been on a pretty good run as mm-hmm. like with the title. He's been like, I think he's been making it pretty prestigious. Probably the best uh, cruiserweight title run since they fully transitioned it over to NXT. Mm-hmm. So I hopefully agree. he'll keep it. We all going Santos? Yeah, I'm going Santos. All right. It's a shame that Leo Rush got released like during uh, the beginning stages of the pandemic because like him and Santos Escobar could have had a great feud with each other. Yeah. But I think I think Leo Rush is doing really good for himself now, like outside WWE. So, do y'all think it's a hope that Leo will return to WWE? Because I think so. I think he's he's so young. So I feel like it's it's definitely gonna I happen. Think, at some I think I think some some point. But I think yeah. I think he's gonna do his own thing for he'll go on his little like indie yeah. run to make himself more prestigious, just like how Andrade's gonna do. I think Andrade's yeah. gonna come back eventually too. I think that's yeah. the thing with like I mean, a lot I of think guys. He said that. Yeah. that sometimes they sign like too young with WWE, where like they don't have like the cachet built up enough. So like WWE like takes advantage of them more, mm-hmm. treat them properly, like to like their talent level. Where he's like, you come in like AJ Styles, like AJ Styles is already main man when he comes in to WWE by that point, so they can't like mess with him. So, I think yeah. I think that's what happens. Like a lot of guys, like you saw with Drew McIntyre too, like when he left, like he, he came in real young in WWE, had to go on his indie run, comes back now. You see the run that he's on. That's like a concern I have with like if we want to talk about Impact real quick. Um, one of the dudes over there that I really like is Chris Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I feel think that's like, why he signed with Impact. Yeah, too. he need to, I think he need to stay in Impact and let it cook for a little bit, at least become Impact World Champion. And then, I, um, but I mean, when if we really want to like fantasy book, when it comes time to him to sign to NXT or WWE, I I think he would really exceed like succeed there. 
Yeah, I think I think like you said with him, I feel like if he signed with WWE, like because I think they're interested in him too. I think AEW also interested in him. Like, mm-hmm. like he signed with. Don't go to AEW. I feel like he signed with either of them. He wouldn't be like in like a big spot. He'd probably be on dark most of the weeks if he's on AEW in NXT. He'd probably be like barely used in NXT. Chris like, Bay is a smart man, a smart yeah, black man. He smart. sees what they do over there. <laughs> with the, he sees what they be doing over there. Still writing on the wall with with, yeah. with the companies. Like I, like why would I be like a like a small fish that like keep me pond, away from a big that. fish in like a small pond? Mm-hmm. They don't even have like way. they don't even have which is ironic. Like as far as like how many like cruiserweight and like light heavyweight challenges they have, they don't have like a cruiserweight title, which I feel like they kind of need. But like. If he goes to Impact, he got, obviously got the X Division. He could go to um, NXT, go for the Cruiserweight. And, like, I mean, even though, like, he has potential to be larger than that, I feel like going to AEW is, like, can't see him challenging for the main title. He could go for TNT, but they're not going to they, – they're not going to give him that. Come on. Like, you see, like, Scorpio Sky, like, like struggling to stay in the, a, the T, uh, TNT title picture, exactly. too. Like, he's, like – like and they got it on they got it on fucking Darby Allen Jack. Yeah, Darby Allen. Fucking Bam Margera head ass. <laughs> you really, you really don't like Darby Allen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just like I just feel like they putting too much into him where he's like he's not that great. And like they, they be putting up those vignettes with him and like he be trying to do some edgy shit. And I'm like, this shit is corny, bro. Like, none of this shit is cool. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He's doing like the CKY. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like Bam Margera. It's like you said, like the Bam Margera. Like he be doing like he be doing clips of like on the ground. They got a they got a fucking video of him in black and white. This nigga is fucking like jumping off a building into like a dumpster with on fire. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> like, what this was he's like? This is what I do on Saturdays. Like, <laughs> that's why they brought his father. Like, why? <laughs> his father's thing too. When I'm not at <laughs> <The> work. <guy. laughs> When I'm not at work, I like to ride my skateboard down hills and jump off into car windshields. It's like. All right. They brought they brought in Sting to, to supervise him. He's like, he's <laughs> like you, you need a father figure in your life. <laughs> the cameraman's like, uh, should we uh should we be recording this? He's kind of hurting himself. <laughs> like it's like, what is this? Is this wrestling? Like <laughs> can we get the camera rolling? No. But um next up on the car, we got the NXT women's tag team championship match between the defending champions, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus The Way, um, Candice LeRae and uh, Indy Hartwell. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence for this match. I mean, I like Shotzi and Ember. They kind of just won the titles. Um, so I think I'm going to go with them, even though I, I think The Way kind of does need like a... It'll be kind of cool to see them have the titles and Johnny Gargano, but yeah. uh, I don't know yeah, if that's where we're going. They just so, put them on them, so, so yeah. And Ember and Shotzi have been like working really well as a tag team too so far, like building up more chemistry. So I think you want to keep them, keep titles on them, like establish like the NXT tag division because you already switched it once, like immediately. Yeah. So I think you you don't want to keep like hot hot potatoing the title. Yeah, you want to keep definitely. The title on Shotzi think, and Ember for a, a bit. I think eventually those are the two who are probably going to take the titles off of them, though. I yeah, just don't think it's now. Cause this is their first match, right? For a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Candice and uh, Shotzi been feeding for like since War Games, probably before that. I first saw Shotzi Blackheart at that um that Evolve show I mentioned on the first episode, where I saw her literally. She jumped. She did some crazy ass spot where she like oh, she did like a spot? she did like a suicide dive into like those chairs or some shit. Oh yeah, I saw her almost that. break her neck. I was like, who the fuck is this? I need to see her every week. Wait, yeah, I saw that go. video. You were there. That's, yeah, that's hilarious. I was there. That, <laughs> that was crazy. crazy. I thought I she like, killed herself. On I was that. like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, is she alive? <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I can't wait to go back to, like, live crowds for uh, wrestling events. I love, like, mm-hmm. that was probably, like, only the second wrestling event I've been to where it was, like, such a small venue. But those small venues are, like, so lit because it's, like. Yeah, there's so much energy in there. Yeah. And then I remember Paul Heyman came out. We was snapping. That was crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll go to a, a lot of event and then sell our t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we have like a merch table that next to someone. Like, oh, dude, you, like, are you wrestling here? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, uh... who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> we are the uh, Subject to Change podcast, and there's that. 
Like we lost a we lost a twenty four seven title. We do yeah, work we here. We do work here. <laughs> We're champions. So we all going, title. We all going with Shotzi and Ember. Yeah. All right. So yeah. um, next up in the match, we got a uh, another member of the way defending his North American Championship, Ghana Gargano versus to be determined. And if we're um, all going on our prediction that it's going to be Loomis, who do we go with taking the title? I think Loomis takes it from him. Actually, how long is Johnny the champion? I feel like he keeps like he had that title like three times. He's been, he been like a three. Champion. He been like a three time champ at this point because he lost it to Leon Ruff. Well, he uh, won it. He won it the first time from uh, it was Adam Cole or Ricochet, something like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Adam Cole and Ricochet, and then, or something, and then. And then he lost it to Leon Ruff. Oh, no, he got it back, lost it to Leon Ruff, now got it back again. So he's a three-time champ. Obviously, they feel like they don't need to keep the title on him. So I think I'm going to go with Loomis, too. Yeah, I think with Loomis, I think Loomis is like, he's like rising as a character. So they want to derail his momentum. Yeah. I think Johnny's already made, too. And he doesn't need the title. Sounds good. Dylan, what's your pick? Uh, I'm going to pick... Johnny Gargano, just because, well, damn. Can I see Dexter Loomis as North American champion? Yeah, that's a thing, too. Like, who does, it's like a Bray Wyatt type of, like, uh, yes. issue where, like, when you put the title on him, like, like what kind of feuds could you even, like, make with him as a yeah. champion? That's why I'm concerned about him. I mean, he I feel like he can make it work. He could. He has that weird superpower. He like predicts the future when he paints or some shit. He didn't. He didn't paint no North American title, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, I feel like John Gargano going to win because he right. also has been getting the upper hand on them lately, and that's usually what they do when a person is going to like lose. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So you going with Johnny? Okay, sounds good. Um, next up, we got the co-main event, which is probably. Definitely, I'm going to say it's going to be the undisputed match of the night. Could be even match of the year where we will see Adam Cole face off his former best friend, um, bitter rival now. These two have history going back to ROH, going back to, you know, the Indies, uh, New Japan. They're going to be fighting in an unsanctioned match. Finally, we get to see it on the NXT brand. Who do y'all got? I'm going with Adam Cole. I think the heel, I think it's going to be a long-term feud between them. I don't think it's going to end at this takeover. So I think the heel gets the win. Like Adam Cole beats him. I think it's interference by Roddy too. I think Roddy's going to get involved somehow. Okay. I like that. Dylan, what's your pick? My pick, uh, I'm going to go with, See, it depends on if this is like the only match they're doing, or if they're gonna do like more. Oh no, you know they're gonna run it back. You know yeah, they run it back. Yeah, then, thinking. yeah, if they run it back, then I'm gonna go with Adam Cole, just because I don't feel like Kyle O'Reilly is there yet. I feel like they're pushing him to be there, but I don't think he's gonna be Adam Cole yet, because then the story kind of ends, unless like Adam Cole just attacks him again. I yeah, guess. which which we could see too. So. I mean, when you say that, I mean, uh, I can see it going either way. I do kind of want to side with y'all and saying Adam Cole, because just like you said, it makes more sense to keep the storyline going. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like with these two, this feud, it could keep it could go like even further, no matter who wins. Because like you said, like Adam Cole could just come out next week and be like, you know what? There's some bullshit. Like, I'm just going to attack you again. I mean, yeah. You think know. Roddy gets involved, though? <laughs> I don't know. I do, I do think Roddy gets involved. I'm not sure who he sides with, but I think he does interfere with the match somehow, distract somebody, something. I'm going to say he gets involved and costs Adam Cole the match. I'm going to go with Kyle, just to be the little contrarian. You think he costs Adam Cole the match? Yeah, he costs Adam Cole the match. So you think he's going to stay uh, face is that a face turn for him? Or what, what even is this? Roger Strong right now? Is Roger Strong is the one that's trying to get lost, though. So, so this is how I see it going. Roger Roddy is kind of the tweener right now. He don't know who to side with. I mm-hmm. think ultimately he'll say, you know what, Adam Cole, you did kind of cost us the entire brother like brotherhood we had. He's gonna side with Kyle, cost Adam Cole a match that'll send him into a feud with Roddy. 
And then Kyle kind of just he doesn't fade into the background, but maybe he'll just you know gather up some wins. Yeah, he'll still be involved in the feud, but not like not like directly involved. Mm -hmm. And then after Adam Cole beats Roddy Cole, get him out the paint. I mean Roddy Cole. After he beats Roddy, gets him out the paint. They'll run it back. Roddy Cole sounds like a rapper. Roddy Cole. (laughs) (laughs) Roddy Cole. Roddy Cole. But um, yeah, he'll get Roddy out the paint, and then he'll they'll set up another feud with him and Kyle. Honestly, they should give Kyle. On, after Kyle beats, if he does win, he should go after Johnny for the North American title or something. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. He needs some, he need like some kind of singles belt before they give him the main title. Yeah, because he definitely lost to Finn like 10 times. Yeah. Do you, do you think that Adam Cole's ever, is, if you think in the next year Adam Cole goes up to the main roster, or you think he's like Please. an NXT lifer? I think nah. we'll see. What is there to do after, the, after this feud with Undisputed Era? Is hey, done? hey, is hold nothing. up. That's a possibility now. Hold on. Let's think about this. If we are both, if we're all wrong and this is not a run back, if this is the final oh, last man, match, true. Adam Cole after could lose and then go and then go to the main roster after Mania. Who knows? That's just what I want. That is a, yeah, that is a big, that is a big uh uh deal if he if he goes up to the main roster. That's a possibility. It's a big surprise. Yeah. Because if you think about it, they don't really have to run it back like three times now, even though they probably yeah. would. Because it's like, they're going to meet again on the main roster. Yeah. yeah. And then knowing they dumbasses, they probably spoiled a surprise and fucking right before the Adam Cole-Kyle O'Reilly match, they'll be like, Adam Cole's going to be on SmackDown this week. Oh, yeah. Like, God yeah. damn it. Like, oh, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> yeah. Like, you idiots. Assholes. God damn it. Speaking oh. of that, hold on, hold on. Sidebar. Very, very, very sidebar. This is not even remotely related. But y'all saw that segment with... um. Omas, AJ, and New Day, right? Yeah. And they were playing charades. Yeah. yeah. Why would they – what sense do it make that they had graphics telling us what it was before they were even doing it? How did they know? That don't make That's any sense. <laughs> it was out. That ruined the whole segment for me. I was like, hold on. They said, like – it was like he was about to start doing it, and it was like Lion King at the bottom of the screen. Like, I was like, yo, uh, why, yeah, uh, why can you – How do you know? <laughs> like, seconds. how do y'all know Girl. what they about to do? <laughs> Ten oh, seconds, boy. you could have waited to throw up that graphic after you said it. Like, this wait till after you said the words, Lion King, and then put it up. Like, what? Yeah. It's oh. like, they must think we're idiots. They, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, how stupid, how stupid do y'all think we are? Like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, man, that was that was just a little quick note I had from this week. Um, finally, we got the main event match from, um, from night two of Stand and Deliver. I guess this is the Deliver card, so... Hopefully this match does deliver. We're gonna have Finn Balor face off against Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. Uh, what what have what are y'all thoughts on like this the build up to this feud so far? Like, are you excited for this match or like has it isn't kind of been underwhelming? Because that's I'm kind of on the fence with it too. Like, I, it's kind of like falling flat for me. Like, I'm not too excited for for this match. Yeah. I think I think though that Finn Balor will carry. Uh, oh, of course, Karrion Cross I mean, is the best match that he's had since definitely. coming to, Finn, to NXT. I'm not denying that because obviously we've seen Finn's track record. He's had star-studded performances with like almost anyone and everyone he's faced off against. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's arguably had the best ti- like main title run between that's the a, three shows. That's the thing with NXT too. Like I could be like meh on like all the storylines, but I know like in the ring, like it's gonna deliver as like a pay-per-view. Like every time, yeah. like in the ring, like they have that like, on lock, no matter like what the storyline is. Hmm. So, who do y'all see going away with the win? Because I could see it. I could honestly see it going either way. Um, Karen Cross got this. Uh, Scarlet is like a fortune teller or some shit. She said the end is coming. Mm, no, the end of their NXT run is coming. They need to go to like <laughs> Raw or something. You're going to tell me. Oh man, they're gonna be pu- if they go to Raw, they're gonna be pushed for like two months before Vince gets bored of them. Now he's gonna go back to like the mid. I part. hope not. I, I like when I see him as a talent, he seems like one of those people who I feel like will like succeed more on the main roster than he would on NXT. That's kind of the same case I felt with like Damian Priest. We saw it happen with like Elias, he didn't have like a great NXT run, but then once he was on the main roster, he got hot. I think he's more of like a main roster type of character or Prospect, talent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I can see him feuding with Drew, to be honest. I could see him going up against Roman. I could. Yeah. 
I could, what, Karen Cross? At, yeah, I could see them yeah, moving him up. I don't think he would win. Yeah, I don't think it no, works for Roman. I don't think he will win, but I think they could build him up as a valid challenger to them. I don't think a few would work with it. Like, just like, the, just like their characters. Like, I don't know yeah. if they like, mesh with like, like, the, the end is near. <laughs> yeah, Roman would be like, shut the fuck yeah. up, bitch. Get out of my locker room. <laughs> like, the end? Nigga, your career ain't even begin. Why you fucking, Why you in my shit? If this is my table. <laughs> so, I mean, if Karrion Cross loses, he could go to the main roster. But as far as who I could, like, I'm kind of thinking long-term here. Like, who could I really see taking a title off of Finn if it's not Karrion Cross right now? Uh, who, who is NXT? Yeah. What's the, the rush? Title? Yeah, it's true. You said, what's the rush? Always, yeah, they can always build up somebody in the next two, three months. Keep keep the title on Finn for like another six months. Say from Kerry. Well, yeah, I can I can see him. I can see he's gonna yeah, like you said, who can who who could take the title off him? Like Kyle O'Reilly, maybe you mm-hmm. to him taking it off. You wanna see a third match between them? Nah, I think they kind of rinsed that for the moment. Unless Finn turns heel again and then it's like a different storyline this time around. But then I feel, he's like, not I feel, really like, I feel like there's like a good storyline in him, like like this is like your last chance, like the Kyle O'Reilly, like or yeah. so, I'm gonna telegraph that he's winning the, the title too. Hmm. Oh, I know who could take the title off in LA Knight. Oh yeah, LA I'm, Knight. No, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, I thought you were joking too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like Eli Drake. I like I like Eli Drake though. In TNA, I thought he cuts a good promos. I don't think he's going anywhere. Far in the ring yet. Yeah, he just lost to Bronson Reed, so I don't think he's in in any time soon. He did win the he did win the uh, the Battle Royal. Yeah, which certified him to get an L for this match. But (laughs) um, uh, I'm still uh, I don't know I don't know what to do with this. Um, Bronson Reed, I don't know. I don't know if you can build him up to. uh, I'm going to go... Oh, I kind of want to see... I don't think he's going to win, but I kind of want to see Cameron Grimes and Finn Balor. <laughs> in a few. That'd be a pretty funny feud. <laughs> I feel like that'd be, like... I don't think if they see him as, like, a main event star, like, but, like... Definitely I, I not yet. I want to see that feud in <laughs> Finn Balor. That'd be hilarious. Yo, I love Cameron Grimes right now. That would actually be a Pete banger, Dunn. too. Pete Dunne? Yeah. I thought we yeah. were... Wait, no, we did see that match. Pete we, we, we Yeah, we, we saw that. Yeah, he like, beat him again after that, though, and they never gave him a title shot. Oh, okay. So... so I can see that coming back to it. Oh, I'm going to let... Go ahead. Walter versus Finn? Oh, I want to oh, see that, too. NXT. All right, yeah. Title for title? All right, yeah, that just locked in my pick for me. I'm going to go with Finn because I still... I yeah. forgot. I, that's been a match I've been wanting to see. I've been wanting them to do title for title, for title and honestly... If that were to happen, I would want Finn to take both. And then he I kind of want to see that like the SummerSlam takeover, like the SummerSlam weekend takeover. Yeah. Because like, that'd, that'd be, be like they both have that would be too like, fire. Like something has to give, like between that. <laughs> oh, that'll be too fire. So I'm gonna go with Finn just for the possibility of that happening. So I'm gonna go with Finn. Karen Cross loses and goes to SmackDown. No, he damn. I think he's a raw guy. I feel like he's I don't like want to end up on raw. They got too many. They got too many big niggas on Raw. They got Braun, Bobby, Drew, Sheamus. You could in consider the second that, uh, that he that Vince Man lays eyes on Scarlett for no, he's gonna break her up from uh, carrying Cross and like make <laughs> her do some like random. Please no. Please no. <laughs> so put it with Shane. <laughs> oh, please put it with Shane. <laughs> he gonna book himself back into the storylines to have him like run back some of this shit from the old with, days where like he had Trish. like. Yeah, we have like the assistants and shit. I'm like, yo, uh, Stacy Keebler. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> but this guy was on his perf shade in there. No, like, always, yeah. always. Who do y'all got, yo? Come on, let's let's get some picks out, yo. I said, I said I my pick already. Yeah, <laughs> we all going Finn. All right, yeah, we're going yeah. Finn. Undisputed Finn. Okay, all right. That's what you had to say. What I ain't struggle with that pick. <laughs> Damn, that was, that was... Finn, Finn, Finn. That's what I'm seeing when as I'm writing down these results. Um. But yeah, man, that, that concludes the uh, standard deliver card for NXT. That's going to be happening this Wednesday and Thursday, April 7th and 8th. Um, I'm excited to see it. So um, as far as that goes, uh, anything else you want to talk about that happened this week? Uh, I guess that, that what AEW segment with uh, on the Inner Circle came back. 
Oh, um, that that it's... little uh, that ball. I thought, I thought that was shot really the... well. I just yeah. want to touch on that. That was like I shot the... like, yeah, really well. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, yeah, I thought that was really like a um, compelling like little way they shot it, and I think it was really like dope. It was kind of like mixed between like a little movie scene and wrestling like I, that's what i'm saying like sometimes i like tuning in to aw because they they be trying some shit you know yeah like, they be doing I, like I, different things they be doing some new shit so i'm like okay that's cool like i can roll with something like that now um somebody was bust what was it um i don't know these niggas names dex fucking hardwood and yeah, cash dex wheeler hardwood. Cash. Dex. Yeah, i don't know who hardwood, I, I don't know who is who scott dawson nigga scott dawson was leaking in the fucking corner yeah and, and i thought then, that, like back like there's like um uh... I think it was Satana. He had like the he had the blood like all over yeah. his like his shirt and everything too. He had like like the wooden like it was brutal like the chair that he had. Yeah, it was brutal. So um oh yeah, and, uh, Jericho gave MJF a swirly. I'm like yo, <laughs> oh man, that's dedication there. Putting, 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 <laughs> yeah, actually, facts. Oh man, that's nasty. Uh, I'm almost concerned. He's nasty. so dead. He's so dedicated to his work that nigga probably took that shit in his mouth was gargling it and was like oh, oh. he was he all up. he's gonna be out next week be like mjf got sick mjf has covid like <laughs> yeah, he got covid yeah. from that time. <laughs> herpes from that time. god damn yeah but that was dope i also thought um flipping over to nxt uh it was dope when raquel threw eo through the fucking wall that was hot oh yeah that was lit i was like hey oh but yeah I'm, that was that was dope yeah. and, then, and then eo came back at the end Forget everybody. Yeah. Oh, Jake Cargill had another promo. Okay. I, I want to see I want to see Jake Cargill versus Bianca Belair. Mm, maybe a few oh, years. Maybe a few years. Well, not uh, now because like Jake Cargill Jake is very light. green. He's very green right the now. light and come over one day. I think they had a chance to sign her. Like uh, I think she had a trial at NXT, but like obviously yeah. like, she's like very very new in her career, so she probably needed like more experience. There's like come back when you got a little more, a uh, little more oomph to your name. But I feel like, I feel like AEW already, is like yeah. gonna build around her. They, they, I feel like they put a lot into her already, so I think she's gonna be like one of like like their, like staples of their division that they like gonna invest a lot in. So I don't I don't think that they would like they would do like everything in their power to keep her. I don't know if, she, if she's someone that would like jump to WWE. I mean, when the money's right, you never know. That's true. What well, the money is right. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode five of Subject to Change. This has been your boys, the, the three bros, the fabulous three bros here. Um, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. If y'all want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at our new Twitter handle at sub number two change podcast. That's sub number two change podcast on Twitter. Y'all got anything else y'all want to plug before we head out of here? Uh, no, you just follow me on my socials. Catch me at Wrestling State, Billy DT, and uh, yeah, that's it. Sounds good. Yeah, man. Shout out to Slim Villain IG. You know, I'd be there. Sometime. The IG is back. The IG is back, man. You turned at it finally. And you can follow me at Vince McMahon's on Twitter and Instagram, V I N C E M C M A N Z. Um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to be um, recapping uh, NXT probably this week. And uh, in that same episode, we'll probably preview WrestleMania. Um, we're going to have to try to record that hopefully Friday or something so we can put it out before because Saturday is the card. So, yeah, see if we can work that out. But um, yeah, guys, uh, appreciate it. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, share the show. Uh, that's it. We out. Peace. Doses. Deuces.